When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Bingeworthy, a podcast dedicated to telling you which of these many dozens of streaming shows that are being thrown at you each week and month are worth your time and attention. Hosted by myself, Mike D'Angelo, and today I get to talk to you about a show that I've loved since its very first episode of its very first season, which is Hulu's The Great. The Great follows the occasionally true story of Catherine the Great's rise to power and her relationship with and overthrow of her husband, Peter III. The series stars Elle Fanning as Catherine the Great and Nicholas Holt as Peter III, and they're both outstanding in their roles, so much so that it makes you appreciate their talents on a whole new level. They're so good. The third season, which premieres on Hulu on Friday, May 12th, is unsurprisingly still excellent and hilarious. You may remember that season two ended with Peter suspecting danger was afoot, kind of switched places with his double, uh, who Catherine then stabbed multiple times as Peter looked on. Obviously, that's a troubling place to find a relationship and pick up, and yet they continue on as strange and as toxic and somehow adorable as ever. Uh, The third season is just filled with filth and debauchery, everything you might expect from the show, but there's also some unexpected twists as well uh, that we do kind of dance around in the interview. Joining me to discuss the third season are the stars of the great Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, and who would have thought they're just as adorable and kind and fun as you would hope. But before we get to my chat with Elle and Nicholas, I've got to tell you that Bingeworthy is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network which includes the Playlist Podcast, the Discourse, the Rogue Ones, Deep Focus, and more. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite shows. Follow, like, and subscribe. Drop us a rating on any of those as we greatly appreciate it. Or just head on over to theplaylist.net for film and TV news, interviews, reviews, and more. As a reminder to our listeners, the great premieres on Friday, May 12th on Hulu. Okay, here's my chat with the delightful Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. Oh, Nicholas, absolutely wonderful to speak with you. I adore the great and season three does not disappoint at all. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So the show, uh, just going over to the tone, like it has a very specific style. There's a specific pace to it all the way back to season one. When you started on the show all the way back then, how immediately 
did the great style present itself and how did everyone, you know, kind of get on the same page? Was that something that was just, you saw it in the script or how does that happen? Well, yeah, I, when I first read the script, it was um, a movie script. It was for a film. So it wasn't yet into a pilot or a TV show yet. So, and the tone was all there. I mean, Tony is a genius and is so specific with tone and, and, and rhythm and language, but I, the, he had already filmed the favorite, but I hadn't seen the favorite yet. So I had nothing to compare it to tonally, mm. but I still, when the writing is so good, the writer is telling you exactly how it's going to look and you're at ease because the writing is, it's all there. So I could, even though I had nothing to compare it to and it was so off the wall and it was different, but the humor was so hilarious. It was, it's very much my humor. And also you can see it on the page. Like you can, it wasn't, it wasn't actually hard to imagine, but that's because Tony is so gifted at what he does for me. That's how I felt. How does it feel just in general now that you're, you know, on season three, you're coming back to these characters again after all this time, just sheer hours of content wise. These are the characters you both probably played the most. How does it feel to come back to him after all this time? I, I, I really look forward to, to going back and playing Peter. It's the character that I've enjoyed playing the most um, ever, I think. I think it's, um, he's, he's written such a freeing, liberating way as an actor where there's, it, it gives me the confidence to try and do anything and, and, and not be fearful of it. So, so um, I, I found that I think I haven't ever found another character that has quite been able to do that for me men- mentally, I don't think. So, yeah. And, and, and the more you play the character, the more you understand them. And, and the more, I suppose, the thing is that when we started shooting season one, we'd only read three episodes, I think, when we began shooting. And so gradually the characters have been revealed to us the more scripts we get in from Tony and, and, and the more we play the, the, the roles. So then you just get a better understanding of them with each bit of information that comes in. So you, you have a better map in your brain of, of who they are and why they are the way they are. So reverse engineering, I suppose, a little bit. Yeah, except for maybe the costumes. I'm not sure that's something one would look forward to or dread just because it's kind of like superhero costumes where it's like, oh, they look cool, but how do I pee in this? Like that kind of thing. Yeah, sometimes the our the like our the girls like our skirts are so wide with the panniers we can't fit into the bathroom. <laughs> we like you have to scrunch it up. So yeah, that's yeah. Then there's struggle. a part like no matter how used to the dialogue I get with the show, there's inevitably a time during each season or even each episode where I go, "Good fucking lord, where did that come from?" I, I have to imagine, like, when you're reading the dialogue here, that you are su- su- surprised yourself, or do you do you find yourself surprised when you're reading these scripts still? Do you have any favorite lines where it's just like, that's stuck in here now? It is funny for me how quickly you accept things as normal. <laughs> yeah. After, like, I don't know if you've experienced this, Al, but I've written it, and after a while, it's not that you become desensitized, but it is like, you're like, oh, well, this is the world. This is it. This is how these people be. And then if you take a second, like occasionally I'll be on the way to work and, and also then you're like working and you're thinking like, I've got to know these lines in the next hour or whatever, blah, blah. And then suddenly if you like step outside of that focus for a moment, you'll be reading it and you're like, this is absolutely insane. Some of the stuff I'm saying today or doing. Um, and that always puts a big smile on my face because it is it's so unique. Um, I don't think we'll ever experience dialogue like this again. <laughs> yeah. 
It's crazy. I know. I almost, I've, I've definitely gotten used to it at this point. Someone did ask me, they were like, what was your, ah, what's like a line that stands out? And there's so many, but I also feel like with the way my brain works, it's like, one, it's like homework. It's like I memorize and you memorize and then it just goes away. Like I have to clear it all. It's like, I got to watch the season again. I know there's good, there's really good ones this year. There are a ton. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the show deals so much with like the explicit, like with language and sexuality, like people routinely rip into like each other verbally sexually uh right and you know invite characters moms into it for all they care has there been <laughs> anything where you're like whoa this is too far like i don't know here or is it just like yeah this is it this is the, this is the him world. him with jillian anderson him with Catherine's mom i was like tony uh, like <laughs> what i remember when he told me that that's what was gonna happen and i was like Okay, this might be like, <laughs> this isn't nuts. I was like, are you serious? I didn't know if he was actually being serious. <laughs> um, but then you learn to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> now. Um, oh, and then this year, he's trying to get the horses to procreate. Um, and, you know, you're having um, Grigor try to fluff the horse. <laughs> Horses are even brought into the mix this year. I, I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> After all of it, like it, it all lends to the relationship between these two, between Catherine and Peter. And it's a relationship that is so unique. Like after all this time, I find myself knowing they're doomed, knowing they're toxic for one another and doing horrible things to one another, but I'm always rooting for them. I'm always like, but you can work it out. Like it's, it's a hell of a needle to thread. It's also a testament to the writing and your chemistry with one another. I've talked to a lot of actors who believe in that word chemistry. I've yeah. talked to some who think it's absolute bullshit and that it's just given too much lip service. Where yeah. do you fall on that spectrum? That's an interesting I think question. it's probably a mix of, a mi a mix of yeah. both. Yeah. A, a little bit i think it obviously stems from from great writing and great characters first of all and balancing that and i know that with this show there's like there's moments particularly with with peter and Catherine, where it's like sometimes like we might film a kiss at the end of a scene and then and then and then the next episode when we're filming that tony will come in and be like oh no that the kiss wasn't right there but if we have a kiss here that'd be better or like let's take that out and like so, mm -hmm. so it's and and I can watch Ellen and Tony talk about that sort of stuff and be like, when are we giving the relationship too much and when are we taking away too much? So I think it is it is threading a needle and 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 microscopic attention to detail in that. But then on the in the broader scheme of things, I think one of the things that people really love about this show is that it seems like everyone's really having fun, and that is the truth. And that's that's that is chemistry between Elle and I, but, and also all the rest of the cast that we all love each other and have so much fun doing the show and playing each of these characters. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that people pick up on and get joy out of. Yeah. Yeah. Really, I do like, think I without... that a good answer. you did. That was good. <laughs> Weird for me. Right. I don't Came know out of nowhere. I know. As I was saying it all, I was like, this almost sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Someone else <laughs> took over for a second. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> All right. Uh, the title card for this routinely reads an occasional true story. How 
you know, concerned are you as executive producers on the great, you know, with being at least relatively true to the story? Or is that not really a concern as much as, you know, being true to the characters is a concern? I think at this point, it's not it's not a concern. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really don't. I think that we've now (laughs) we've taken so much liberty with history at this point. Especially this season. (laughs) Especially this season. And have created our own versions of these characters that live on in so many different, they could, they could be put in the modern world in the fifties and the whatever country, like, and it would still be a relatable kind of romance and rise to power. And all of those dynamics are, you know, the same. So yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I think that Catherine the great, some things, I mean, we we definitely add in and we do honor her in a sense of the progressive ideas that she pushed forward and, and did and all that stuff is true. But it's, um, I don't know, we don't, I don't think we, we, I don't worry myself with it as much. I don't know. I don't think Tony does either, but he knows a lot of facts, I will say. Tony knows a lot about her that then he'll pull out the right things that work tonally for the show. Like, I mean, her inventing the roller coaster that is so perfect for the show. And it's true. She did. So, you know, that, that works. Sometimes it just, and of that time, they did a lot of crazy things. I mean, if you do research, it's like, this is nuts. Like (laughs) the stuff that they did. And so it does, it lends itself to our show. I think. I like to think that this is the true story and that it just was this way. It was that chaotic there. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) It was probably crazier. Yeah, yeah, it's a documentary, essentially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of like the executive producer titles, some actors get those titles when they come on just to kind of boost the product the, and, and some get to dig in more creatively behind the scenes. How would you say you two work as EPs? Are you people that are just like, because I, I spoke with someone recently who's just like, I got the title. I, I said an idea at the beginning of the thing, but I'll take the title, but I just want to act. I want to keep in this lane. And then there are some that really want to dig in behind the scenes. What are you two as far as that goes? Elle really wants to dig in behind the scenes and does and has great taste and is, and is a brilliant addition to the, the team in that, in that regard. Whereas I'm like, I like to be on set acting and then, and then occasionally if I see something that I'm like, oh, I think maybe that could be better than, and I'd be like, maybe we should try this. Um, I, think that's, <laughs> I think that's her approach. Elle can speak better on that because she's better at it. No, I think (laughs) I just, I do enjoy it. Like I enjoy the watching the dailies and looking at the edits and that is, it's so fun for me. It's like a puzzle to put together and to figure out the scope of the entire season. And, and it's through this show that I've learned that I love that role more and I've gotten more comfortable in that role. So I'm, um, you know, I have a production company with my sister and we we're producing, um, a documentary right now that's in production and then we have like a podcast and are you doing the nightingale too i think that's that's it too, yeah right? i know we're not we wouldn't be producing that but that is that's you know we want to get covid messed that up for us mm-hmm. <laughs> and so scheduling but no we, it's it's still around yeah what's the documentary about it's mastermind it's um it's about uh oh gosh what is her name it came out today (laughs) now you're putting me on the spot no it's um the first the female detective that's um what was the david fincher show mine hunter that's on it's on the real life woman oh like on that character character? yes exactly 
yeah, it follows her. Awesome. Yeah. There's also, uh, like we were kind of hinting at earlier, there's also a wild derivation from the real story in this season uh, that might throw people for a loop. I'm not going to say spoilers, but I'm trying to talk about it. Um, yes. As As far as like, when you read it, is there a point of debate where everyone's just like, this This is what has to happen? Or is there a debate that goes on where it's like, maybe we shouldn't do this? Or was this the plan long ago and we were always building up to this, that kind of thing? Were, were you as shocked as viewers might be? I think we knew it was coming, so <laughs> hopefully not. We knew not it was as, coming. Not as shocked. Um, there was probably a little part of me that when I read it, though, that was like, suddenly like oh no i don't want that and it's like <laughs> like can we undo this i don't want the end i don't want uh to stop doing this so there was um but yeah uh, it depends i suppose how what on the audience member if they're if they're yeah some people might be expecting it somewhat i don't know some people not might not yeah, I think they're not going to expect it to be in the way that it happens because I wasn't either. I knew that in season two that the ice and the horse, like the, that Tony had been thinking of that idea for a bit and he had told me that. But I don't know. I always thought that it was going to be by my own hands, but I'm glad, <laughs> it, I'm glad I, I, it's perfect the way that it is. Yes, uh, they're giving me the wrap. I do want to ask awesome. one thing before I go. Uh, Nosferatu's highly, highly anticipated for me. So I do have to just ask what you can say about it, Nicholas, who you play. Are you shooting that right now? Is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I've been <laughs> shooting it today. I'm in, I'm in Prague and that's why I'm probably a little bit more, like a little bit dazed. It's been quite a long day. Um, uh, but yeah, Robert Eggers is just an incredible filmmaker. So I've loved going and getting to peep behind the curtain a little bit and see how him and his team approach the story and, and creating and the, the, because they're remarkable. So um, from, from what I've seen, I'm, I'm blown away by it. Um, it looks, it looks amazing. So uh, I don't, yeah, that's, I like just a fan. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. So that's exactly. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just say that uh, big fan of you both season three of the great premieres on May 12th on Hulu. And if you have seen some of the show, it won't surprise you that these two are delightful as shit. And yeah, you're at the top of your game. I appreciate you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you so Bye. much. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Have a good one.